welcome to episode 7 of Luffy's Lectures. I'm your host, George Frizzard. Joined with me, as always, by my co-host, Ed Ader. Ed, how you doing today? Can't believe we're already on 7. We're, we're moving through at a pretty brisk pace. Yeah, we really have picked it up with, with Arlong. <laughs> I mean, we're near, you know, near 50 episodes at this point. Yeah. Kind of a milestone. We're approaching 50%. We're approaching. I don't know how the next arc is going to, or 50, 5%. Yeah, 5%. <laughs> I don't know how the next arc uh, episode count is or something, but I feel like we, we'll, we'll probably get there that, this next week. We'll right? talk about it, um, but we we basically have two ways we can go on this next next uh, grouping of episodes. Yeah, because there's a uh, short like uh, side arc with I don't know. I guess Logtown is next, and then there's a buggies like short oh, side arc nice. after that so uh we might Logtown seems pretty short though so it's we get one episode of, that's technically Logtown. then we get two episodes that are this buggy side arc okay and then it goes back to Logtown till episode 53 so all in all it's like nine episodes nine episodes yeah we can so if we really want to somehow yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess we. If can we just really want to power it. through and just do. It's like really that. only seven for the main arc. We better just. All right. <laughs> next time. Next time we'll do both Logtown and the the buggy side arc. Yeah. All right. We're we don't got time to be messing around. No, we keep up in the ante. We're we're going up like every every one of these sets. Yeah. Um. But I love it. But we are. Uh, we're approaching. We're like definitely over fifty percent of the way through the. Uh, the East Blue Saga, mm, which is yep. like the first major saga of the show. So, gotcha. you know, things are moving. the The show is definitely rolling at this point. We'll be to, what is it, Alabasta? Alabasta soon enough. Yep, Alabasta is the next one, and oh boy, you you better get ready for it's that. It's gonna one. heat up. <laughs> it's gonna heat up in major ways. But where we are at now, uh, episode thirty eight. This is kind of the where we left off was the Straw Hats busting into Arlong Park, ready to tear shit up. And uh, had a big fight feel. Had a big fight feel. I Luffy Luffy throws on the gauntlet, and uh, you know we're ready to to start the confrontation the arc. Get the get the big battles over with. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them in this one. I'm really liking. I think this is. A, I didn't notice it before, but I think they've done this in the past. But this arc really does like the almost like wrestling style of like <laughs> everyone gets their own match. Oh yeah, there's like there's not like <laughs> there's not a lot of like. These three versus these three. It's like no, there's Zoro like, takes on the right. octopus dude. I can't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah, there's specific matchups in this one for yeah, sure. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, I guess before that, there's the big cow thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the big cow thing, so, you know, where we leave off, basically, uh, Arlong, you know, is confronted by Luffy. The fishmen found out that, you know, Nami didn't actually kill Usopp, and, mm, yep. you know, She's basically a traitor to them, and so in an effort to kind of destroy them one fell swoop, Hachi summons the sea cow in efforts to just kind of wipe out the whole Straw Hat crew in one go. He clearly has some kind of, like, PTSD <laughs> yeah. uh, reaction to seeing them. I do love he, he shows up with the big bump. Like yeah, the, yeah, the classic, egg. like, yeah, anime, cartoon. cartoonish, like, <laughs> lump on his head. Yeah. <laughs> like Looney Tunes style. <laughs> And um, he just kind of backs away. Doesn't yeah. even really attempt the battle because he knows, you know, he's taken some abuse at this point. He's taken his lump. 
And uh, but then Arlong's not having that. Like, you get back here. <laughs> I mean, still he's like dealt with pretty damn quickly. Yeah, you all, that's good. Luffy tosses him like, <laughs> a million miles because he he saw that pinwheel hat. Yeah, and he got they, the idea of just getting all wound up. Right, we get the the gum gum pinwheel. This <laughs> this idea that Luffy thought of because he saw that really cool Jen's hat. hat and he was like, man, that thing is sweet. He's like, I better do a move like that. So he. Literally jams his feet into the concrete and just spins like a million yeah, times. No plan. Because <laughs> he ends up just screwing himself by being stuck in the cement. <laughs> right. Because I don't know if it's the end of the first one or the second episode in this chunk, but he ends up getting tossed in the water. Can't swim. Yeah. He obviously can't breathe underwater. Right. Not only that. So Arlong, he's a fairly seasoned pirate. He knows obviously the weaknesses of the, of the devil fruits. He knows that like as soon as they touch the seawater... He's not really going to be able to do much. Yeah. So he just kind of picks him up out of the ground and just throws him in the ocean. Um, but obviously the, you know, the two straw hats that are there that mean business, both Zoro and Sanji, yeah. are kind of ready to save him. But they are interrupted by the other captains of the Arlong pirate crew. And Usopp just hightails Usopp books it. it. <laughs> uh, Chu is like chasing him down, yeah, yeah. down the beach. The guy uh, with the lips. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, this is, like you were saying, this is kind of the episode where, like, all the matchups are set. Yeah. So we have Hachi versus Zoro, we have um, Kurobi versus Sanji, and we have Chu chasing down Usopp. I love that. Um, which is, uh, you know, it's it's a good setup episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. get, we get like, a new, a new move from Luffy, um, but... We also get kind of like a plausible reason why he's not there in the middle of the fight, like with everybody else. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of good, like table dressings for like why these other, like why all of them have like kind of this one-on-one matchup. Absolutely. Yeah. Great storytelling. Um. So they're also like kind of the, you know, they're put put on this timetable because Luffy's underwater, and they're like, well, he only has so much time before he's gonna drown, so that you know, puts the pressure on right. Sanji and Zoro to kind of win their matchups very quickly because if they don't, then Clock their captain's going to draw. I really like, and it's through the entire thing that the crowds, there's just like a crowd. Like the yeah, townspeople the whole are just, just like there. Back. <laughs> they're just there watching. <laughs> like they're there for the oohs and the ahs, yeah. but they're not. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Parts. I mean, I don't blame them for not jumping in. It just seems like you wouldn't stand there either. I don't know. I mean, They've seen the the fishman at this point. They know they're like completely outclassed. Oh yeah. And uh, even if they did jump in, it would just be they'd be total fodder enemies. And, yeah. Like wouldn't really do much. So, uh, I mean, really the only people that jump up, uh, you know, in the beginning of this next episode is uh, Gen and Nojiko are like, well, we're gonna go save Luffy yeah. so that like the other people don't have to worry about it. So they kind of dive down into the water. The plan to right. they can do it under the radar. No one knows. Right. They'll be there. like they're all preoccupied. We'll be able to get in there. Uh, kind of, you know, free Luffy or drag him to the surface or whatever, and then he won't drown. I love how they end up, say, like, temporarily yeah. <laughs> saving him. They just, they just pull his, his head all the way up <laughs> the water. Like, like, 100 feet or something of just neck. Yeah, then they do uh, CPR on him for, yeah. like, two episodes to try, <laughs> try to get him breathing again. Then he finally wakes up, and he's like, hey, man, where's that cool hat you were? <laughs> he is very preoccupied with Gen's He loves hat, that hat. Which is just so, so, so awesome. So red. funny. Um, but yeah, so we kind of have our matchups are set. Uh, Gen and Nojiko are volunteering to save Luffy. Um, this first matchup is kind of the Zoro versus Hachi fight. 
So at this point, Zoro's like still clearly not fully recovered from his yeah, fight yeah. with Mihawk. Uh, he still has this like giant slash across his chest. No normal man could survive. Right. Yeah. But like his will to be the greatest swordsman of all time is just so powerful that yeah. he can fight through it and still be like this insanely overpowered character. Yeah. Uh, and we get to see. I thought the three sword style was a lot. We the get to six see the sword six style. sword style. Hachi's signature six sword style, which is, uh, you know, he believes that, like, he's so superior because he can yeah. do twice the swords. More is more right? in Hachi's world. <laughs> right. And he's, you know, kind of an idiot. So mm-hmm. it's just funny to see him, like, you know, he's like, come up with six a super is more than three, story. buddy. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, we know. Um,. The other matchups, kind of how those are set up, uh, Kurobi uses this new fighting technique, the Fishman Karate style, which, you know, is something that comes up definitely, like, throughout the series every now and then. Nice. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like their own brand of, you know, martial arts that, you know, they can do kind of, like, superhuman feats with them, mostly because they, like, have such insane strength and, you know, yeah. all this from being Fishman, but, uh, you know, we get introduced to the Fishman Karate, uh, Chu is still chasing Usopp, and Usopp's main goal at this point is just to distract him long enough yeah. that, like, everyone else can win their matchups, and then he'll be like, well, I, I distract him long I enough. I did my job. <laughs> right. Which <laughs> 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 is, like, also so on brand, like, yep. it's just hilarious, like, that setup is so funny to me that, you no, know, like, clearly Usopp is not a fighter, is, no. like, the weakest one on the crew. He goes back and forth, though, like, he has these very rare but courageous moments but for the most part he's a coward he's like the biggest coward in the world until he's not and then he's the opposite right right but at this point you know he's still kind of shitting his pants over having to fight one of the not only just a normal fishman but one of the arlong pirate captains which is like you know no small feat very formidable yeah (laughs) and you know he's really just like a liar with a slingshot so not not a lot to go on there. Yeah. So I get why his strategy is. Yeah, just I'd like, be booking it too. Yeah, just distract him long enough to where like everyone can come help him and save. I his love ass. when he thinks he's made it. Like he runs far enough ways. Like <laughs> I can't even see him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and he had somehow passed right him. behind him. Does yeah. the another like Looney Tune style? Like he's right behind yeah. him the whole time. Like he backs into him. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. Um. So we get kind of the uh, get it kind of flashes back to get a Nojiko. They're realizing that, like, they can't break the cement around Luffy's feet, so they have to find, like, another way, which is where I think this is, like, the point where they stretch his neck up above yeah, the water to yeah. get him some air. Maybe he's just, like, behind the pool house so that the, right. <laughs> the fishmen can't see him. Right, they're, like, just around the, the just around gates the so that nobody can see him. Um, we get the, like, the full Zoro-Hachi fight at this point. Uh, Zoro gets... His two additional swords from the Johnny Tweedledee and, and Tweedledum. Yeah, Johnny and the other guy. <laughs> I was so annoyed throughout this because like I didn't I didn't care enough to look up the other guy's name, but he calls Johnny Johnny like twenty times in this seven episodes. <laughs> and the other stretch. guy gets like no. There's no name. <laughs> no. no name. And I still haven't looked it up. I refuse. I just, <laughs> although I don't think we're gonna get much more, at least for the time being. Yeah. They seem to be out of the picture. But <laughs> man, I want to know that guy. <laughs> Um, but, you know, using those two swords. He's back to three. Zoro's back, back to, to three. three. He uses, like, three swords style. I think he uses, like, you know, Dragon Twister or something. As his oh, move. Just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Completely, like, dodges, both dodges all of Hachi's attacks and, and like, devastatingly up. hits him. And, like, every hand somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, such a cool 
Zoro moment. Yeah, Zoro's sweet, man. He is definitely, like... I do like, too, that they keep having to, like... He has to be almost always critically injured because he just, like, wiped the floor with everyone. <laughs> like, they're clearly, like, okay, later you're going to get to see him. Like, you can't see Saiyan Zoro yet. That's, <laughs> that's so far down the line. Right now he has to be, like, deathbed, 105 fever, right. one sword, giant gash in his chest, and still just destroying right. Zoro. Like, at this point, he's even, uh... Like, pre pre this fight, with the one sword style, he takes out essentially all of our long, yeah. like, fodder pirates yeah. solo. So, like, like, like really a, without breaking a sweat. A fever dance. Right. Fever dream. <laughs> so, he's clearly, like, you know, just an insanely powerful force. He is OP force. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. At this point, um, you know, Nami is kind of, like, reflecting on her past. Mm, yeah. Realizes that, you know... She can't just leave the fight to everybody else, and she should also join in on confronting the Arlong pirates. And so she kind of makes her way onto the fight, like, you know, heads towards the the Arlong Park. Um, You know, Zoro has won his matchup, but he can't jump in the water to save Luffy because his injury is, like, currently bleeding. And if he jumped in, the seawater would, like... And, like, they they reiterate that, like, the fishmen are going to be way stronger than water. So, like, Mm. you don't want to... (laughs) avoid the water right so like not only is he just like just won his matchup with critical injuries but like he would be at a disadvantage being under the water with his injuries and they're more much more powerful in the water so zoro is not the one who can go down and uh save luffy at this point uh so you know sanji has to take the tough matchup and fight kurobi on his home turf in the water and uh and this episode ends with Usopp still running away from Chu, which yeah. is still just like a funny little like comedic stinger at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, because it was very seriously toned and like yeah. everything, and then it just shows like three seconds of him like, like tears running out yeah, of his crying eyes, crying and running yeah. away, and then it cuts to the like to, to be, be continued. continued. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Um, so you know, sorry. The next episode, obviously, you know. Sanji is far outclassed by the fishmen on his home turf under the water. Yeah. Uh, you know, he can only hold his breath for so long. And, you know, the fishmen can maneuver around a lot better in the water. He can use, like, all of his fishmen karate a lot better. So Sanji's kind of getting his ass beat while he's down there. Luckily, you know, because he's, like, studied fish and, like, knows a lot about yeah, them. Yeah, that, that was actually kind of cool, though. He's like, I know how this guy breathes underwater. Yeah, so, so like, him breathing into Kurobi's gills... Like, nah. forces him to choke, and he has to, like, go to the surface for air, which, like, is kind of interesting. It's, yeah. like, a cool, you know, it's just, like, a cool problem-solving thing. He knows that much about fish, because, uh... I mean, he's studying he the all-blue. Yeah. You know, he's a chef, and he, like, his dream is to find this place that has, like, every fish in the sea yeah. all in one spot. So, you know, clearly he's, like, a, a bit of a, you know, like, pseudo-marine biologist Aquafile. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh... <laughs> So while while Kurobi is like up on land, that's when Sanji decides like to use his like super powerful kick, kicks Kurobi straight through the Arlong Park building. That was really cool. And uh, I mean, again, just like kind of a power scaling thing. Like Sanji's just joined the crew, but clearly is like very yeah. powerful and very formidable. You know, he's been trained at this point for like near his entire life by a pirate who was like pretty feared on the Grand Line for a while, and you know knows all of his like. 
signature moves with his like insane kicks that he was yeah. known for. So got to protect the hands. Yeah. So Sanji's definitely not a, not a pushover. We can see this from his devastating kick through a building with Kuroki. Yeah. I don't know if it was in this one, but I really like. There was a point where like Sanji gets like knocked out, or at least like demobilized. And he's like. Right when he comes to, the first thing he does is lights another cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So cool. And then I think later they try to do it again, but, like, it's raining yeah. or something. You can't get yeah, it. Yeah, his, like, light. lighter's wet, or mm-hmm. so he can't you can't get the, the flame to go. Very cool moments. <laughs> Asanji. Yeah, he's Not that, that you should smoke any children <laughs> listening, but it is a, he makes it look pretty cool. Yeah, it is definitely a cool, <laughs> yeah, just a, a cool, like, looks cool definitely on screen. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's got a... He's got like Spike from, uh, yeah, from Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop vibes, vibes kind of the lanky smoking. Yeah, right. Kind of always wears a suit, like, yeah. similar style, well for sure. dressed. Um, you know, at this point, Arlong is the last commander of the Arlong pirates because everyone's been defeated. Uh, Luffy's still alive, but he's stuck. You know, his body is stuck at the bottom of the sea. Uh, then we flash back to Usopp's matchup, the final matchup of this uh, three-way. Yeah. And, you know, at this point, he's, like, beaten by Chu. We see him kind of in a... Just cowering, basically. Yeah. He's, like, exploded some ketchup packets under him to make it look that like That was a really good move. <laughs> yeah, he played dead with the ketchup packets. Right, he played dead, and then he's, like, thinking of all these excuses in his mind for, like, how he'll explain it when he goes back to yeah. the crew, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, like, I really... He was, like, way more powerful than me, right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Uh, he's yeah. always scheming, right? Like he's he's trying to play forty chess and like think five moves ahead. <laughs> yeah, he's to like, always thinking ahead. Right? He's trying to make sure that you know whatever dumb excuse he's comes up with, his ass. right? Exactly. Um, but then you know, as he's trying to think of his ex- his excuse, uh, he kind of gets these like flashback moments of you know like why everybody in the town is fighting, like the dedication of the other Straw Hat crew to Luffy, and like you know their goals and everything. So. You know, all this kind of wells up inside of Usopp, and he decides that, you know, he if he's part of this crew, this won't stand. He yeah. also has to like try his damnedest to yep. to we do get something. Some of that rare heroism. Right. So we get like the big brave moment uh, from Usopp, where you know he goes to fight Chu, and uh, you know because he's not the strongest guy in the world, he has to be a little bit uh, inventive. Yeah, so. There you go. You know, covers him with alcohol and then lights him on fire. Um, super effective. <laughs> super effective. Uh, you know, kind of hides in the in the forest while Chu is like blasting everything away with his yeah. like water pellet blast. Yeah, he's using like his mouth as a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. But you know, through through Usopp's ingenuity, he's able to kind of immobilize him for a minute. And at this point, uh, he just pounds him relentlessly with the Usopp hammer until Chu <laughs> is just completely knocked out. Yeah. So, you know, in a surprising turn of events, even Usopp has won his matchup against the Arlong captains. Yeah, we're basically 3-0. and We're 3-0. and We had, with like really very we're little... 3-0, and but everyone's like either away from the battle or immobilized. Yeah. I mean, our, our main protagonist is stuck at the bottom of the ocean at this point. Uh, Zoro is like pretty critically injured. Sanji, you know, is just kind of taking a beating underwater as well. Yeah. So, you know, Usopp is very far away. And, like, even if he was there, how much could he really do in this situation? Yeah. And, you know, Arlong is obviously still at full strength. And, and now he's, he's at this he's point, he's really pissed bad. off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just, you know, kind of to reiterate, it's like a really big moment for Usopp because, you know, he kind of gets this, like, 
moment where he chooses to like become the pirate mm. that you know he's claiming to be where he's like i'm gonna be a brave pirate of the seas or whatever and like this yeah. is his moment to like truly like live that and he does it and then you know gets a huge kind of boost of confidence because he's actually able to beat one of the fishmen yeah so you know might have been a little dumb luck but <laughs> hey we'll take it yeah i mean a win's a win yeah <laughs> um but you know back at arlong park obviously arlong is very pissed off he kind of defeats both Sanji and Zoro off screen, uh, you know, fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, Nami shows up with the intent to kill Arlong, and that's kind of the stinger at the end of this episode. So pretty solid. Got our, you know, we got all of our big matchups out of the way. Yeah. Um, just one big one left. Just one big one left. The biggest one, some might say. Oh, my fo- biggest <laughs> one so far in the show, probably. Yeah. Um, so you know, because Nami has shown up at the at Arlong Park. Arlong says that, you know, he will let the village live if Nami will willingly come back to the crew. And, you know, at this point, Nami's kind of stuck with this ultimatum. Should she, you know, go back to her old ways of kind of, you know, working with this guy who's clearly evil. Right, can trust him? In efforts to, like, protect all of her loved ones. Or is it worth it to kind of take the gamble and side with Luffy and, you know, try to end, end Arlong's tyranny once and for all. So... You know, clearly she decides to side with Luffy, and at that oh, point yeah. she basically, uh, you know, si- signs her death warrant in the eyes of Arlong. Yeah. Um, Guy's a real jerk. <laughs> um, Luffy regains his consciousness at this point. You know, they've been doing CPR on him for a few episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he coughs up this giant spout of water. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, and that tips off Arlong that he's still... Right, that he's not... That something's going on. Not completely there. down for the count. Yeah. Um, you know, Usopp shows up again but you know realizes that you know he, he there's not really much he could do He's because the other yeah, yeah the other two people have been knocked down um you know hachi wakes up again and you know is pissed that he was his six sword style was beaten by just three swords <laughs> by just the oh, three swords god forbid uh and then you know basically he gets taken out Zoro kind of gets back up to, to try one more move and gets taken out by Arlong again, you know, gets knocked back down. He's he's shocked that Zoro can even stand at this point, let yeah. alone fight. He gets like, he gets a look at the wound and is like, Right. Geez. He's like, I can't believe this guy's even moving at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's just like, just thinking to himself, like, what a monster this guy must be. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sanji goes down to the ocean and, you know, breaks the concrete off of Luffy's feet. Yep. Uh, so now Luffy... He, you know, has his whole, his body back, he's above water, and he shows up to, you know, do his kind of first all-out attack on Arlog, uses, like, all the, all the classic moves that we've seen him use before, and, uh, you know, the episode ends with his kind of first, first all-out attack on, on Arlong. Yeah, uh, definitely a solid setup, I mean, we can tell this is gonna be just a brawl <laughs> in the next episode. Exactly. So, you know, during Arlong and Luffy's fight, he Luffy picks up two swords, even though he has no idea terrible uh, swords. How to use the swords? Just kind of like wildly flails them about. Um, just <laughs> I don't know. He's just he to thinks try it's like, anything, right? He just thinks it's like cool that like pirates yeah. use swords, so he thinks yeah. it's like a cool move. Um, but you know, those are kind of dispatched very quickly. Yep. Um, we get kind of Arlong's like primary weapon being his teeth and his mouth yeah uh, this gets a little silly when he starts like <laughs> taking so the teeth 
apparently grow back extremely like, fast. Like, like in, immediately. In <laughs> yeah. So at one point he has like, he's holding two sets of teeth with another one in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Right. He uses like almost uh, shark teeth, like brass knuckles or something. Reminded me of the like, uh, the one like name, I am sure he has a name, but like characterless bad robot in Futurama. Oh, that, yeah. Like, uh, you want to give him the clamps? Yeah. Guy. Yeah. I was getting <laughs> those vibes out of it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it really, was just kind of silly. A little silly. And then at some point, Luffy ends up with a set of the teeth in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he decides to, you know, give him a taste of his own medicine yeah. and bite him back with his own teeth. And yeah. it's just, like, so goofy. Um, yeah, I mean, that we basically get, like, Luffy tries to just break all of Arlong's teeth. And then we get the realization that no, that doesn't really more. mean anything. So he just keeps growing them back. Um, and, you know, Arlong kind of is taunting Luffy. He's like, you know, you're shit swordsman. Yeah. Like. Basically, like, saying all of his shortcomings. And then Luffy kind of turns that around and is like, yeah, but that's why I have my crew. Like, yeah. they all do the things that, like, I'm not good at. So. Yeah, we got to get some solid emotional response out of Luffy. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a cool moment. Like, yeah. just the acknowledgement of, like... Shout out to all his shout out to <laughs> Yeah, shout out to my family. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that shit. That was... That was uh, really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Arlong readies himself to kind of bite Luffy's arm off because mm. he's deciding to just kind of completely yeah. uh, cripple him at this point, so he can't really do that and much. Luffy just hulks up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, Luffy kind of keeps, de- you know, not getting... I mean, he's definitely taking a beating from Arlong, taking a couple bites here and there, but he's yeah. he's not down for the count yet, and that's really pissing off Arlong. And just, like, the way that he's acting in this fight really makes him angry. Yeah, he's having too much fun. Right. Um, this episode ends in... Um, you know, Arlong is kind of doing these this move where he's like, I think he calls it like shark tooth drill or something, where he like goes under the water and then he'll kind of shoot out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, playing himself right at him. Right. So Luffy kind of gets caught up on one of these attacks and uh, gets rocketed up to like the top floor of the yeah, Arlong the, Park, the penthouse, the penthouse, penthouse, <laughs> and uh, he ends in you know Nami's room where you know she's had to draw these yeah, maps for the Arlong. Map room or whatnot, yeah. And uh, you know, Arlong's basically talking about her as if she's, like, a tool that he uses, and yeah. he's gonna, you know, she has to be his navigator because they're gonna rule, you know, the East Blue and then the world because they're gonna have, like, the best maps in the world, and then they're fish friends, so they're so superior to everybody and all this. Yeah. Which, you know, really pisses off Luffy, and, you know, he kind of exclaims that. He just that, starts busting up the joint. Right, he exclaims that, you know, Nami is not Arlong's navigator. Mm. She's a straw hat navigator, so yeah. he's coming with, she's coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> um right so this like the next episode kind of like reiterates some of that um luffy sees nami is like blood-stained pen where like she just like so painstakingly draws all these maps that you know her fingers are literally bleeding from like the amount of work that she's doing no rest working her to death yeah um oh we didn't even mention this yet arlong's uh sword that he's been using so cool the what is it, the, the shark saw? The, I think it's called the, the shark, shark saw. saw. Which is, like, this probably seven-foot blade with, like, a bunch of It's almost angled... like a tomahawk, yeah. but there's, like, six of them on one... On one side. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, it basically looks like shark teeth on, like, a long... Yeah. But they're, like, foot <laughs> yeah, long foot-long metal. pieces of metal. Yeah. yeah. Seems pretty damn cool. And definitely a cool weapon. And, like, fitting for Arlong, yeah. obviously, is, like thematically very shark themed very shark themed and like uses teeth a lot so it makes sense that like his main sword weapon would be 
a tooth blade. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Luffy destroys his sword and goes on to kind of destroy the room that's, like, oppressed Nami her entire life. Um, you know, as, like, all this stuff is flying out of the room, the desks, the uh, maps, you know, everything that Luffy's just basically blasting out the side of this building. Uh, you know, all the, the onlookers are like, man, this fight, going on that fight was pretty intense up there. Yeah. But, you know, clear, to Nami, all this stuff kind of makes sense. Right. Where, you know, she's having these flashbacks of, like, her childhood where she's been like abused by Arlong for so long and you know, no one really gets the significance of like what's going on, but her at this point. And so, you know, she is like thanking Luffy because like, he's basically like, he's breaking the chains that she's had with Arlong for basically her entire life. You know, since she was eight years old or. Yeah. That sounds right. So, you know, definitely big, kind of like a binding moment between, uh, you know, Luffy and Nami there. Um, Luffy uses his uh, gum gum battle axe attack where he shoots his foot like 300 Mile feet above the, the <laughs> yeah. above uh, the Arlong Park and just kind of drills it down to the ground floor and decimates the entire building with Arlong at the bottom of it. Yeah, at the bottom of the rubble. Bottom of the rubble. Um, and, you know, he's uh, he's dispatched our main antagonist of this arc. And yeah. with the gum gum battle axe, he has defeated Arlong and is celebrated as a hero. Yeah, and then they kind of do the... Like, at least of the village people, or whatever they're, like, kind of, they're not unsure if anyone survived the, the fall, because the whole building comes crumbling, crashing down, yeah. and um, they don't know who was on top, who was not. and Right, they, they can't eat, see what's going on. Like, I think they kind of are assuming that both are dead. Yeah. That was kind of, uh, like, a stalemate to the death to the two of right. them, but, you know, obviously Luffy. And then from the ashes. From the ashes, <laughs> Luffy comes up, one fist raised. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Um, the, uh, our favorite, the rat face Marine shows up again oh, yeah, to, um, forget about that for a <laughs> to kind of like try to, uh, like extort like, everybody. Oh, guilty. Yeah. Which, you know, at that point, everybody, but Luffy's crew just like gets beaten up <laughs> or, you know, Luffy's crew beats up all the Marines at this point yeah. and basically says like, you guys have no power here. Right. <laughs> um, and this is actually pretty significant like last couple of minutes of this episode because uh, this is a little bit m- more minor, but we get the introduction of the snail phone, which is like, Oh yeah, that was really interesting and cool. So th- this is kind of a, this technology is like used for communication throughout yeah. one piece, like yeah. for the entirety of the series where they use it as like phones, TVs, radios, yeah. everything. It was super weird. Cause like I realized when that happened that, I mean, obviously it's not, uh, akin to the earth but i was like what like i was trying to kind of like is there a time like what, what what's the equivalent like technology going so houses look kind of like, like fairly 80s 90s yeah houses like relatively modern but then i was thinking like yeah i don't know that i've seen a tv or yeah. <laughs> anything along those lines yeah they kind of got this like fred flintstone yeah they're technology <laughs> exactly their technology is totally it's snail based for the most part which is like it seems like the opposite of what you would want yeah it's it's funny uh it's just weird yeah, it's like it, one of those quirky things it was really yeah it really, um, i was like what the hell because they didn't there's no explanation whatsoever yeah. it's just like yep i use the no, snail that, phone that's just like that's just the technology in one ah, piece people yeah. just use snail phones like all the time so cool um <laughs> funny i mean just i think it's a you know, little significant like world building piece. Yeah, it's yeah, a significant definitely. technology for everybody. And uh 
you know, because the rat-faced Marine has been beating up by Luffy and he's beating up Arlong, um, you know, he's, like, complaining to the Marines, basically, that, like, he wants Luffy's head. And at this point, Luffy's officially wanted by the world government. Yep. He gets his official wanted poster. It's like being a real pirate now. It's like being a real pirate now. Like, this is his, uh, you know, the real... He's, he's finally, he's like... making his way. Right. This is kind of, like, crossing the starting line at this point because, you know, he's officially, like, a, an enemy of the state. Love it. <laughs> uh, this last episode is kind of, uh, you know, our, our falling action episode. Yeah. Um, we get... They do a lot of those in this show. <laughs> it's, like, every few episodes we get this, like... You know... <laughs> let's cool down. Yeah. Usually the there's, breaks. like... So, like, usually the way that these one these One Piece arcs end, I think it really kind of sets the state, like, I think this kind of becomes the norm after, like, Alabasta, but basically what happens is, like, you know, they have the whole thing, then they do the falling action, then there's usually, like, an episode where uh, they go over, like, how all the Straw Hats bounties have been raised mm. from the events of, like, the previous arc. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, you get, like, usually the world government perspective on it, and you get, like, characters from around the world you haven't seen in a while, like, they get to see, like, oh, Nami's bounty raised, like, 100 million yeah. berries or something while so. you were busy right what happened but it's just like those are kind of the like touch bases where it kind of goes okay. back and like connects with everything around the world um but you know this one a little more low-key uh we get this like four-day party that the townsfolk put on because like they're finally you know their oppressor has been beaten um zoro gets kind of treated by the local doctor mm. where he mentions that you know how, how can you guys be like a pirate crew without a doctor yeah uh you know, that should probably be, like, the next addition to their crew. Luffy says that a musician should still be the next yeah. part of their crew because... Uh, I don't think... Not so fast, <laughs> yeah. doctor. Uh, pirates sing, so we need a yeah. musician. That's that's basically his whole logic behind it, which... I mean, he ain't wrong. Pirates do sing. The man knows what he wants. The man knows what he wants. He, he wants what he wants. <laughs> um, so, you know, Nami is kind of getting her Arlong tattoo removed. Yes, Um. Yes. And, you know, in this moment, we kind of get the flashback of, um, you know, Nojiko getting her tattoos kind of in solidarity yeah. with Nami because, like, she, f- like, feels really bad that, like, she's been branded, basically. Right. So There's she... a very negative tattoo connotation in this town. Right. And so she kind of gets a tattoo as well to, like, share the burden a little bit yeah. and, like, show her that, you know, she's her sister and she's with her, which is, you know, kind of a cool, cute, like, family moment. Yeah. Um... Luffy is looking for this, like, <laughs> uh, melon wrapped in ham. And so he's, he's like, dead, set on. <laughs> dead set on it. He's, like, searching the whole town. And he stumbles upon uh, Belmare's grave where uh, Gen is hanging out. Yeah. Uh, Gen, you know, threatens Luffy that, you know, if him or the crew does anything to take Nami's smile away, that he'll go kill them himself. Um, Nami has this, you know, final goodbye moment where she goes to her house yeah, and ghost, sees, like, the ghost, ghost of Belmare. Uh, kind of packs up like the last of her belongings, you know, realizes what she wants to do. Uh, kind of gets like pushed, you know, gets that yeah, final push really out of the that. house. Seems like Elmer. she was second guessing it for a second. Right. And then we get a ghost push out the door. You know, another like One Piece really nails all the like big emotional moments really yeah. well for me. And like that tugs down the heart. Little stuff like that sure. is just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like, it's what, it's what you keep watching the show for. Yeah. It's like, that was really well done. Uh, at first, I was like, what is this ghost? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, 30 seconds later, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Get back to Luffy being silly. Um, so, you know, at this point, the Strahites have decided, like, you know, they're they're done. They're ready to leave the town. Um, 
They're kind of setting sail. Tweedledee and Tweedledum are going to go back to uh, bounty hunting, and they're yeah. no longer part of the Straw Hat crew. Um, they're kind of waiting for Nami. They're expecting her to join them. And, you know, as they're kind of setting sail, Nami is sprinting at full speed towards the ship where everyone is like... Yeah, she's like, I don't want to say goodbye to yeah. anybody. Which I get that. I mean, we've all been yep. in that social situation. Oh, yeah. That's the best way to go. Yeah. So she just wants to Irish goodbye everybody. And, uh, you know, she's kind of zipping through the crowd and jumps, does this, like, massive leap onto the Straw Hat ship where, uh, you know, her final goodbye to everybody is basically that she has stolen all of their wallets, yeah, which yeah. is, like, cool. I mean, that's, like, yeah, so... Yeah, that was really weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, like, you know, that's very Nami, like, the yeah. cat burglar, you know, character. Sneak, sneak thief. Right. And, you know, everybody kind of just, like, laughs it off, like... Yeah. Like, that's, you know... Kinda... Well, she just left the town 100 million buried. Right. Like, it's not like she actually left them high right. and dry. She left them a ton all of cash. All the money she'd been right. stealing over the years. And that's, like... I guess her way of showing like affection is yeah. stealing all her stuff. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then we get kind of the uh, Nami's new tattoo that she got, kind of to cover up the Arlong one, which is like a pinwheel with the tangerines on it to kind of commemorate both of her parental figures growing up. Yep. And, uh, you know, at this point, we're done with Arlong Park. Nami is like a fish. It wasn't Arlong enough. It wasn't Arlong enough. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> I wanted more. Yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, th- I think this is, like, the first great arc in One Piece. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, like, it's just really firing on all cylinders. Like you said, like, it could be longer. They could, like, expand on a few things. Yeah, yeah. Which, like... I mean, I think it was well done. I, I uh, just wanted to get that pun in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... It was actually pretty well paid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's a big arc. A lot of things happen. You know, at this point, the you know Strat crew is pretty, pretty good. I mean, yeah. we got a navigator, we got the captain, two capable fighters, and we have Usopp. No, we have Usopp. <laughs> we have comic relief. And we have the comic relief. Um, <laughs> Although Luffy kind of does it all, so I don't yeah, know. Luffy is an MC with with no yeah, downsides. Yeah. He's got it all. <laughs> Which is weird, cause like usually, usually all we, all we want... need is a, is a singer. Yeah, exactly. We just need musician. a musician. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, next we have, uh, Logtown, slash, the, slash, slash the Buggies Crew Adventure Chronicles. So are these gonna be, like, a couple episodes without any of the Straw Hats? Like, is this gonna be completely... So I, I, I don't know about the, um, Buggies Crew Adventures, because they are... So, so apparently these are actually from, like, what's kind of cool about the manga is, um, the covers of all of the issues... Are usually like a separate story like oh, there'll okay. be like a four or five piece story based on like just like there's no dialogue or anything it'll just be like a picture of like buggy in a town and yeah, then like yeah. he's being run out of the town in the next issue and then like he's on a ship in the next one or whatever okay and so apparently this is like an one adaptation of, of one of the like cover stories for buggy mm, okay so i think those two episodes are probably going to be completely without the straw hats yeah or like they might like cut back and forth will be primarily the buggy pirates right um but logtown is like a, a full-on canon it's a full-on canon um it's kind of the like like in a D campaign like the shopping arc like uh, okay. everybody kind of like restocks at this point heal like, up a little bit heal up a little bit restock we'll get sit some, around the bonfire tell some jokes right we'll get uh the induction of a major character oh baby not two two pretty major characters. Okay. So, yeah, we got a uh, you know, couple couple short ones. So uh, yeah, next time we'll hit you with the combined 
Buggy's Crew Adventure Chronicles and Logtown episode. Can't yeah, wait. And then at that point, we just have the Warship Island, which is another filler arc. So, new content. A lot of new content coming up that, uh, even for me. Yeah, for you. Yeah, for an old timer. <laughs> even for an old timer. Love it. Yeah. So, we'll see you in the next episode.